0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This? with the Junior Rene brun. I am humbled, and I am grateful, and I am excited that you guys are tuning in to Season 2, Episode 3 of this beautiful show that you and I have started together. This is an ongoing conversation between me and and each and every one of you out there that is listening. First and foremost, if you guys want to reach me, you can reach me at whoseworldisthis21 at gmail.com or whoseworldisthis2021 on Instagram. Um, I'd like to give a special acknowledgement to Chavez House Publishing, chavezhouse.com, which is C H A. V is in Victor eshouse.com, which is the publishing house of Lenore Batista's collection of journals and the home of her essential self-publishing success blueprint. That is a great segue because there have been some people who've asked me on my Gmail, "Hey June, what's up with the every Thursday morning you're going to drop an episode? What happened to that formula? What happened? Uh, You said that Thursday mornings, I'd be able to listen to you with my morning coffee right around 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. You'd have a new episode for me. What's going on? And um, I'd like to refer you back to episodes one and two of season two, which are titled The Message Part One with Lenore Batista and The Message Part Two with Lenore Batista. In those two episodes, I interviewed, maybe you don't know this, maybe you guys don't know this, but I interviewed my fiance, Lenore Batista, who has various ventures, uh, various book ventures and creative ventures that are, that are in the works and that are now in the pipeline. And um, she published a book. One of the books she published is called The Essential Self-Publishing Success Blueprint. We woke up a couple of weeks ago and uh, woke up in the morning. She got out of bed before me. She goes to the living room, goes on her laptop. You know, I take a little bit longer to get out of bed, whatever. Uh, and she goes, oh, my God. I jump up. I heard, oh, my God. I said, What's going on? I said, what happened, sweetie? What's going on? She goes, sweetheart, we're number one. I'm like, yeah, I know. We're a great couple. I get it. Yeah, we're number one. Of course we are. She goes, no, silly. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the book. I'm like, what do you mean? The book, the publishing the book, the blueprint, it's number one. I said, what do you mean it's number one? Number one where? She said, we're number one on Amazon in the technical writing reference category. And I'm, and I'm looking at her and I'm saying to myself, are you serious? She turns the laptop and I'm looking at it and it says number one, new release. And I'm saying to myself, is this really happening? Is this a dream? And that's the title of our show today. Sweet dreams. Now, you guys out there know, if you've been listening to my show, I'll title an episode. And from that moment forward, I will go off on a stream of consciousness based on that title. And that's why I'm doing this right now. Uh, That's why I titled this sweet dreams. This is very, very important because I'm excited. I'm still excited. So if you're asking why I haven't had an episode out last week, it's because our Life has changed to a certain degree. We were hoping to debut at 500 or uh, out of how many tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands books that drop in that category or even 250. But to debut at number one is a different kind of conversation. Lenore published a book on how to be a successful self-publisher and that successful (laughs) self-publishing blueprint ended up being a success itself, which is what you want out of a how-to guide. The person writing the how-to guide should know how to be successful at what they're guiding you to do or you to be. Am I right? So there's a certain level of legitimacy or a lot of legitimacy that has been um, now attached to what we're doing because we are now officially in an entrepreneurial space where we have to, you know, we only eat what we kill to a certain degree, you know, and that's the entrepreneurial space that, that I spoke about on episode, uh, episode 10 in season one, uh, the represent episode. The reason why I'm titling this Sweet Dreams is because I remember years ago when I used to tell people about the things that I wanted to do and people would say, no, oh, Junior dreaming." And I remember Biggie's song, one of my favorite hip hop artists of all time. Uh, the Notorious B.I.G., may he rest in peace. Uh, his second song, his first song was on the uh, Who's the Man soundtrack. It was called Party BS. That was the first song by B.I.G. But the second song, his first official single was called Juicy. Um, it was called, uh, and he said, uh, it was all a dream. That's how he started off the song. It was all a dream. Everything that he was accomplishing up until that point was just a dream. And I always think about that because I remember everything that I was thinking about. People used to say, Junior dreaming. But what's a dream? You know, by definition, a dream is what? It's a series of thoughts and images and sensations that occur in a person's mind during sleep. Just because I'm thinking these thoughts... While I'm sleeping, why can't I think these same thoughts while I'm awake? Why can't I have a daydream? Why can't I think of something and then make it occur? Why can't I have a series of thoughts and images and sensations and, and, and bring those to quote unquote reality Hmm? and make them real? Why can't I do that? You want to know why? Why do I bring that up? Because this book. The Essential Self-Publishing Success Blueprint, it came out of a dream. Sitting down with Lenore months ago, in the morning, we're drinking coffee. What did she say to me? June, I have this idea for a book. I'm like, okay, another book? Cool, yeah, let's do it. I have this idea. I was dreaming and I was just thinking about a book that I wanted to write. I want to write a book about writing books, about pu- writing and publishing books. I want to do an outline on writing books and I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself that's a good idea because I know I have a bunch of ideas for books rattling around in my head like a penny in a in a can just just rattling around and I've never really put them out there you know really wrote it down didn't have the discipline to to be quite honest with you but yet this woman if you go back and listen to the episodes, the message part one and the message part two, you will see how a woman with a corporate job, with multiple hobbies, working 10 hours a day, somehow find the time to write a book in 90 days and then become a L.A. Times notable writer for that particular book. Where she had to fly from New York to Los Angeles and sit there at a booth with a, with a couple of hundred of her books and people are there waiting for signed copies, people that she's never met are there to buy her book. She didn't have a publisher. She didn't have an agent. She didn't have any of those things. So we're sitting at the table years later and she's saying to me, I want to write a book for those people so they don't have to go through the same sort of trials and tribulations that I went through. Streamline the process for them. So she went from New York to Los Angeles years ago, just, just on her own grit and determination. It was all a dream. So those series of sensations and thoughts it was all a dream and so when people tell me that you're dreaming or they're telling you out there oh, yeah, yeah that that sounds good that sounds like a dream though ask them to define what a dream is because if you really deep dive into the synonyms for dream and and I and you know me if you guys are listening to this show you know I'm a semantic when uh, words are important. The ink of a scholar is more powerful than the blood of a martyr. You understand? It's the ink of a scholar that makes these things go on. It's the thought and the word and the deed that makes these things go round. So words are extremely important in how they're used. Do you know that delusion is a synonym for dream? Now a dream by definition is like I said a series of thoughts images and sensations that occur in a person's mind during sleep that's the technical definition of it you have religious people from all different kinds of faiths whether it's a uh, uh, agnostics w- w- whether it's a uh, d- Abrahamic faiths, polytheistic, naturalistic, uh, monotheistic religions, psychologists, everyone out there is out there in the dream interpretation. Oh, it's all a dream. A dream can be dismissed or a dream can be considered something as a precursor to what's going to happen uh, next. What's happening now that you're not paying attention to what happened in the past or maybe in a past, quote unquote, life, things of that nature. Okay, so if delusion is synonymous with dream and dream is just a series and occurrences of thoughts and images and things of that nature, then why is delusion defined as something that is a contradiction to generally accepted reality or rational argument? Something that is typically a symptom of a mental disorder. So it seems to me that if any one of you out there or me, if we're trying to turn our dreams into reality, they consider us delusional. But when we do turn our dreams into reality, then we're called visionaries. But when we're attempting to do these things, we're called delusional. But when someone out there has been dreaming about something and they're telling you, I'm going to do this and I'm, I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and watch and no one else out there can see it. And hindsight being twenty-twenty, when you do finally accomplish and manifest your dreams into reality, they call you a visionary. Sweet dreams. I want everybody out there, everybody out there to put your dreams onto paper. All of them. I want you to put your dreams on paper. That's why we started the Lenore Batista Journal Collection. It's a a collection of journals where you literally get to put your thoughts, whatever's going on internally, you put it out there into the external universe and you put it and you write it down on paper. She has four separate journals specifically, each one of them specifically designed for that Purpose in mind to put your thoughts and everything going on in your head, your dreams, all of those things out there and you put them on paper. This is very, very important. It's extremely important. I I, I can't even uh, because I'm living it with you right now in real time. If this if this programming is anything. It's sincere. It's it's in real time. It's what's going on with me. It's what's going on in our world, in our internal world. Never mind what the news is telling you. You know what's news? What's new with you is news. What's new with me is news. I want to know what's going on with you. Never mind what others are telling us is important in the world. Never mind that. We can go back to episode one and two and three when I speak about who informs you. Okay never mind that. what's new with you out there right now is news to me. what you're thinking about, what you're dreaming about, what I'm thinking about, what I'm dreaming about, all of these things that are exchanging between you and I, the energies, the energy field, the conversation, the dialogue is paramount and trumps anything else that's going on because it's between you and I it's because it, it's our dreams. It's our aspirations. It's our manifestations that create the material world around us. So when someone asks you out there, hey, uh, what's the matter? That's a metaphysical question. (laughs) That's an actual scientific question. Because what is matter? Matter is defined as anything that has mass and takes up space. Okay. But that's not necessarily true. Because matter is also everything around you. Takes up space. Atoms don't necessarily take up space. A, a quark, which is smaller than an atom, doesn't take up space per se. Some people say that quarks come in and out of time and space. So a quark can be here one moment and be someplace else the next. Where did it go? What is time? What is space? So when someone says, hey, what, What's the matter with you? It's a very important question. What is the matter with you? What is real with you? What is a dream? What do you think a dream is? Is a dream, that's, is a dream something that you turn into a reality? Is a dream something that you can have with your eyes open? Is a dream something that you're supposed to make part of the material world and take up time and mass and space? Or is it a delusion? Something that is contradictory to rational argument and reality. A symptom of mental disorder. Oftentimes, remember what we spoke about in episode one. How we see the universe is how the universe really is. If we see it as a hostile or peaceful universe, I'm saying to you right now that this is as important as that. Whether you see your dreams as something that are attainable or a delusion will define your universe, will define how your life is. When someone says, I'm going to build a car, and everyone around them is looking like, you're dreaming. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm having a series of thoughts and images in my head, and I have, already have the car. I already know what it's going to look like. When people say, I, I, I have my dream house. And you know what I bought? I just bought my dream car. And this is the woman of my dreams, man of my dreams. Wait wait, wait a minute. Did, did, they, did they just make something that wasn't real, real? Yeah. No? I dreamt about this life. And what did they do? They started working towards it. They started putting things in place. They started reverse engineering. They said, I already know what the house looks like I want. I already know what the car looks like I want to drive. I already kind of have an idea of the life I want to live. Now what do I have to do? I have to go back and kind of fill in the blanks. Oh, what do I have to do? I have to work this many hours. I have to learn this. I have to learn that. I have to do this. I have to call this person. I have to uh, uh, do my due diligence in this particular uh, environment. Okay, Uh, is this what I need to do to live that life that I've been quote-unquote dreaming about? Then, okay, I guess I got to get to quote-unquote work because it leads to results. Those dreams, when you add the work, when you add the deed to those thoughts, you get results, which is the outcome of all of those dreams and the work. This is important. It's the reason why I wanted to bring this up. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. It's because there's so much going on right now that I want to tell you. And I will be telling you in subsequent episodes that I need to revisit this because I always feel like the entrepreneurial space is a very important space to discuss uh, our universe how to make something out of nothing, out of, out of a thought, something that is not in the tangible world, in the ethereal world, and then bringing it to a reality. I have a close friend of mine who was studying one thing in school and uh, he was in the, uh, in the sciences and psychology. And now he went from, and he was an extremely astute thinker, uh, still is. I mean, top-notch thinker, uh, extremely inquisitive, erudite, Uh, articulate and he was studying psychology. And I remember when he told me that I shrugged my shoulders like, yeah, you should be a psychologist. This man decided not to be a psychologist and decided to go into automotive repair. I thought to myself, okay, I I didn't see him in that realm, but I said, all right, cool. You know, Hey, we all need mechanics, but now he's had, he has one of the more, he has one of the preeminent luxury automotive repair places in palm beach county and i will be interviewing him possibly later on you know in, uh, maybe in season two possibly season three and uh because he's extremely busy you know if for him to find the time to even do this chop up uh is uh is, is you know it's a scheduling scheduling gymnastics between he and i it's easy for us to talk via audio message and we drop each other little 30 second and 60 second uh uh, a back and forth dialogues, but to do an hour long or which I'd love to do with them. It's going to take a little while because this man is he has people that depend on him, not only customers, but he has to make payroll and things like that. So how did this man go from a psychologist to saying, you know what? Um, I'm going to be a psychologist, but no, I'm going to do this instead. And we're going to discuss how he went from one thing to another. And guess what? It was a dream. It was a dream. And he and he made that dream a reality. And now, you know, when I'm in Florida and I'm in Palm Beach, there's not another dealer. There's not another place I'll take my car to. Not it's impossible for you to get my car to anyone else. No, you'd have to you'd have to pay me to let you fix my car. And then maybe I'd be like, yo, listen, my man, you know, they're paying me to actually fix it. You know what I mean? They're doing, you know, but even then I'd be like, "Mm, I'm not sure. But just to let you know that your dreams are who you are. And if you decide that the things that you want to do are delusional, then they are. But if you decide that those dreams are possible, then they are. And I don't want to sound cliche, and I don't want to sound corny, like June is talking about dreams. June sounds like a a, a motivational speaker. Is June trying to hawk his books of his fiance? Uh, maybe. But is what I'm saying real? Yeah. I'm, I'm a walking testament of it. My, my fiance is a walking testament of, of thinking about it, dreaming about it one night. And then the next morning you, you start talking about it. And then the next day you, you, you know, you have a bunch of printouts because you're trying to, you know, go back and reverse engineer what you did right and what you did wrong. And then you're then all of a sudden a couple of days later, you're having more conversations, more thoughts, more words And you're kind of bringing it to life and then you start going back and doing your research. And then before you know it, you're 40, 50 pages in into a how to manuscript because you're putting in the quote unquote work from those thoughts and those words. And then all of it before you know it, you're published and then you're number one and you're saying, wow. All from a dream. It was literally all a dream, all of it still is a dream. Do you hear what I said? We made this dream a quote unquote reality, but it is all a dream. It's not, it was all a dream and we turned it into reality. This whole thing is still a dream. We are still dreaming. I want each and every one of you out there hmm, to still dream. I don't care what age group you're in. I don't care if you've been on the planet only 10 years. I don't care if you've been on this planet for five decades, six decades, seven decades. I dare you to continue to dream. We are all still dreaming. We are all still sketching out this reality through our thoughts, reoccurring thoughts and messages and sensations and images that's what we're doing. So we're going to talk again next episode. I don't know what exactly we're going to be building on because there's so many things going on at the speed of life at the moment. This episode is going to be short. Uh, um, I felt that my other episodes were running long, but a lot of my uh, listeners and some friends told me, "No, June, we like listening to the things you have to say, and it's poignant. Oftentimes, they can it resonates with people." So you know I don't want to take up too much of your time but if if it's useful and I'm adding value to your your day and your experiences then then I will speak on but I wanted to leave you with that I just wanted to leave you with that we're all still dreaming all of these things are happening in real time and I want each and every one of you to be a part of it and I want you guys to go out there and start dreaming more forget about what they're telling you is going on with what you should be doing and where you should be working, and some many of us are in transition, right? There's fur- furloughs and downsizings, and people are reevaluating their professions and things of that nature. And I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I've, I've spoken to a great many people who've lost loved ones, and they're re- they're trying to get solid footing on what this new reality is. And if you, if you're one of those people out there, I'm going to tell you, never mind this reality start dreaming what do you want your world to look like start sketching it out now you don't like the way your world looks right now let's start sketching a new one i'm not saying it's easy i'm not saying this in a dismissive tone saying oh yeah just you don't like this life get a new one Uh -uh, uh -uh. it's work it's getting up in the morning and having another kind of conversation with yourself it's 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 creating another dream world that's all you don't like this truth you're living it's time for us to start on another truth you know so again i will definitely direct you guys to chavezhouse.com c-h-a-v as in victor e-s house.com that is the publishing home of the lenore batista journal collection if you want to pick up a journal about scripting scripting out your life uh, Uh, love letters to yourself find out what you love about you you would be very surprised how difficult it is for you to tell yourself how much you love yourself it's easy to talk about how much you love what you love about your loved one it's easy for me to write down 10 things i love about lenore that that would take me 10 seconds to write that down what i love about my brother what i love about my mom you know what i love about my nephew and niece but if you were to ask me 10 things I love about me, I tried it. I have the journals. I bought them. I didn't buy them at the author's discount because you, you, Lenore hooked me up. I didn't get the hook up. I didn't get the family discount. I bought it. Remember, episode 10, represent. Show up for the people that would show up for you. I didn't ask for the hook. I went and I bought them at retail. sent to me like everyone else if you check my Instagram the June life you will actually see them me opening up the packaging the June life that's T H E J U N L I F E and I have a video of me opening up the books Lenore was like June you don't have to buy them I said no I actually do because I have to literally put my money where my mouth is because I just spewed a whole lot about representing for entrepreneurs in any case the journal there's one of them called love letters to myself I tried to write down 10 things that I loved about me. I'm going to tell you. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. I'm not lying to you. That's important, though. That's one of the most important journals in the collection. There are four. Check them out. But love letters to yourself. If you can love yourself and identify all those things about you that you love, get deep. Take a second. It makes it easier to dream bigger when you can identify all the things that you love about yourself. It makes it easier for you to say, yeah, I can build that spaceship because you identified 10 things, then you identified 15 things, 20 things. Give yourself a pat on the back, the biggest pat on the back, a bigger pat on the back than anyone else. I tell a lot of my friends who have kids, don't only tell your kids that you're proud of them, teach them how to be proud of their own accomplishments. Teach them to have a sense of worth based on the things that they put into practice and they become successful at it. Allow them to look in the mirror and be proud of of themselves even if the world doesn't have a clue or understand what it is that they're doing. Instill in them a sense of belief. Forget about general consensus. Forget about rational thoughts and things of that nature. Allow them to dream, allow them to be brave enough to dream. Let them live in a dream world where they can keep creating these things and do these things and pivot and live these different lives all at once. Allow them that. And so when I, when I'm writing down these, 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 this love letter to me and I'm writing down these 10 things I love about me, I'm starting that journey. I've dreamt. I don't want to say I dreamt big, Uh, I dreamt uh, close to big, maybe large, not extra large. I have large dreams. I've accomplished some things. But if you want to dream bigger, if you want to have bigger dreams and accomplish those dreams and put those dreams into quote unquote reality uh, so you can live that bigger dream, you're going to have to love yourself a little more. And you're going to have to identify those things that you love about you. It's very important. On that note, I bid you adieu and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Whose World Is This with Junior Renee Bobrun. Until next time.